Welcome back, faithful listeners, to yet another edition of God is 365. I'm Brother Ray. And I'm Pastor James. We're your hosts and moderators for today's podcast. This is a podcast that is totally dedicated to examining all aspects of God's awesome character. Our objective is twofold. First of all, we want to alleviate some of the mystery and misconceptions that the world and society have about the nature of God. Secondly, we want to give you, our faithful listeners, an up-close and personal look into the awesome character of God. Our hope and desire is that through this podcast, believers and non-believers alike will get a better understanding and appreciation of who God is and begin the delicate daily process of emulating God's awesome character. Three hundred sixty-five days a year, twenty-four-seven. You know, Pastor James, there are no shortage of uh, heroes and sheroes out there, are there? Mm-hmm. We <laughs> we say this every week, uh, but it's still the same. Uh, but ultimately, those heroes and sheroes fall from our graces because uh, mankind's character isn't flawless. That's right. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. And those fa- those flaws show up. Uh, they aren't our heroes and sheroes anymore. Mm. <laughs> Amen. You know, but that's not the case uh, with God. God is with us all the time. Yes, Amen. he is. He'll never leave us nor forsake us. Never leave us uh, for, for or forsake us. Um, uh, Proverbs 30 and 5 says, Every word of God is flawless. He is a shield to those who take refuge to him. So I'm convinced, I know you are too, that absolutely nothing and nothing at all can compare to the awesome character of God. Amen. Amen Amen to that. Amen. Pastor James, let's take a minute and and give a shout out to our listening uh, audience. Uh, Good afternoon. Good morning. Good evening. Whatever time you find yourself in. (laughs) It's yep. good to see you. It's good to see you. We appreciate you and want you to continue to listen. And there are several ways you can connect with our podcast. First of all, you can connect with us on www.godis365.org. That's our website. And then you can also connect with us on the New Hope Christian Community Church app. And that you can reach that at www. Uh, well, actually, that's the New Hope Christian Community Church app. You can just uh, type in, just go to the app store, type in New Hope Christian Community Church. It'll come right up. Mm-hmm. You can also go to New Hope uh, to our website. I'm the proud pastor of the greatest church this side of heaven, www.NewHopeChristianCommunityChurch.org. So you ought not to get that wrong. And then you can connect with us by Subsplash, YouTube, Apple, iHeart. Audacity, Spotify, Stitcher, and I'm sure there's some ones I'm, I haven't mentioned. Yeah, yeah, there are a lot of new uh, venues out there, and uh, they are taking on this podcast. Amen. That's good news. Amen. We hope and pray that something that is said on today's podcast is going to inspire you mm-hmm. and motivate you to emulate the awesome character of God. Amen. 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 
Good morning and praise the Lord, uh, Pastor James. Uh, God is good. Uh, this is a fantastic Friday. Yes, it is. Amen. 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 And it's following the uh, Resurrection Sunday. Amen. 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 If you missed it, you were if you were in the house, you were in the house on Friday. Okay. We had a good Friday service. Seven last words. It was awesome. It's off the chain. Off the chain. Yeah. Amen. Amen. You know, I, I'm going to go out on the limb a little bit, uh, Pastor James. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Resurrection Sunday to the Christians and is, is, is more like New Year's Day to the world. Amen? Mm -hmm. You know, it's a that's time right. of that's a different that's a good, aspect. That's huh? a good comparison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hadn't uh, heard that one before. Yeah, if you think about it, Pastor James, it's a time of renewal, mm -hmm. reflecting uh, and examining your spiritual growth. Amen? Mm -hmm. And uh, basically examining whether we are adequately sharing our part mm -hmm. of bearing the cross. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Uh, you know, continuing the, the legacy that Jesus laid out for us. Amen. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, this is what resurrection means uh, from the mature and thriving uh, Christian. So yeah. Resurrection Sunday is a time that we reflect. It's, yeah. it's, it's the Christian New Year, mm -hmm. I'll say. Mm -hmm. Amen. 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 Well, without further doubt, uh, further uh, waiting, uh, letting our uh, audience uh, linger, we're going to go on into uh, our series uh, that we started uh, last week, uh, Pastor James. Uh, we're going to be going part two of God's blueprint for experiencing the abundant life. Now, for those that uh, missed our last uh, podcast, we're going to um, make a quick review, Pastor James, okay. uh, of, of uh, James chapter one. Amen. Amen. You know, first of all, we established that the book was written by uh, uh, James, the uh, half brother of uh, Jesus. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. And uh, we spoke in regards to trials and tribulations you know and and and, and james stresses for us to change our attitude uh about uh trials and tribulations amen yeah. you know he's mm -hmm. it, it, change it you know a little bit you know yeah wait well, you know what he he suggests to us is that we look at it you know you talked about reflection but you know when we reflect on the trials and the adversity that we 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 face instead of getting down about it to go through it in a way that it will help us to grow amen in amen. our faith walk yeah yeah to be, take a more positive mm -hmm. attitude toward the the challenges sometimes we just i mean there's nothing wrong with being fearful but still knowing that you have the confidence you know he he mentions about having the confidence that you're going to be stronger if you take this on, this challenge on in a more positive way. Yeah. And, and in first Peter, he he also, you know, he, he talks about how it was a privilege for him to follow in Jesus' footsteps because, you know, Jesus suffered. You know, we look at uh, Isaiah 53 and 4, we we see that he was wounded for for the things that, you know, we did. He he died for our sins. And and so he suffered. Uh, he went through, especially that that last that last part, those those last couple of days. He went through so much, 
And we are called to follow him, to take up our cross, to deny ourselves. In other words, to make him first. And if we're following him, we follow him, that, that same path that he does because the world persecuted him because of his who he was, because of his faith. And we are, if we're following Jesus Christ. If we're taking up our cross, we're going to go through that same, um, not the same persecution, but similar and so we're going to suffer through those things. And so he's saying, you know, we ought to go through it in a way that we know what the outcome, we know the outcome is going to be victory. We know that he's overcome the world. So we ought to have that same attitude and we ought to grow from that experience. Oh, well, that's well put. You know, you know something? I'm not going to say anything behind that. I will add just one thing. He said, he mentioned that if you don't know how to handle your issue, mm. seek wisdom. God's going to give you the wisdom to be able to handle that challenge. Amen. Yeah. I like that because he's not really saying, you know, that he's going to give you the answers, but he'll give you the, the wherewithal, the, the wisdom. When we talk about the wisdom, he will give you the understanding of how to get through it. He's not going to help you. That that's the help that he gives that, that wisdom, the wisdom is there for those who will take it, but it's not, uh, 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 magic pill. In other words, yes. it's not going to solve your problems. Not it's not going to get through, through through the adversity. It will cause you, as we've been saying, to reflect and to grow from that experience. Amen. Amen. Okay. And so that's a summary of uh, James 1 through uh, 8 that uh, we went over last week. We're going to start part two uh, on uh, verse number nine. Amen. Amen. Uh, believers in humble circumstances ought to take pride in their high position. Uh, what what is this all about, uh, Pastor James? Yeah, well, you know, I, I, uh, James is is really he's talking. This is part. This is the first part. He's talking about folks who are poor, mm -hmm. uh, folks who don't have much, and uh, I I like the way. Uh, the New International Version, the translation, puts it in humble circumstances. Mm -hmm. Really, he's talking about folks who don't have much. Yeah. And what he's saying is that those believers who are not rich or who are not middle class, who come from uh, the lower uh, stratum of, of society, so to speak, that they ought to take pride or they ought to understand that they are exalted. In other words, that they are kind of imitating Christ because we know that Jesus Christ, he made himself poor. He was rich. He made himself poor. He came down here. And so in a sense, in a sense you are in that same position as Jesus Christ was that even though he was poor, he was still rich. He was still the king. He was still Jesus Christ. He was still God. And, and so they're telling, James is saying, you ought to take, you know, you ought to feel good that, you know, you're where Jesus was. Amen. Jesus, you know, he didn't have a, a place to, to sleep. He didn't have a place to lay his head. And we know all those things. We, we know that he was supported by a, a group of women. We know that he uh, came from meager circumstances himself, mm -hmm. humble circumstances himself. He was the son of a carpenter. And so... If you're in that position, he's saying, you know, you're exalted, you're you're lifted up because you have something in common 
with Jesus Christ. So he's talking to the poor and said, don't look upon what you don't have. Look upon what you do have. Amen. You, you may not have money. You may not have riches, but you have Jesus Christ who is able to see you through. Amen. And I'll just add to that, you know, being humble, uh, uh, humility is nothing to be ashamed about. It's, it's about being a good person and establishing uh, a character of integrity. It, it's not all about uh, money, you know. Uh, consider it a strength and not a weakness yeah. to, to be, come from uh, humble uh circumstances. Mm -hmm. Amen. 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 You know, he's talking, you know, James is talking to Jewish Christians, but it really applies to us right now because, you know, we, we separate folks. We put them in our own little places where they are in society. You know, you're, if you make money, if you have that, you're, you're, you're there. If you don't, you're in a certain place. But James is, is really saying that, you know, this is, we're not in the world. We're not of the world. We're in the world, but we're not of the world that we follow Christ. And so Christ, just following Christ, and we talked about this earlier, is countercultural. In other words, is is in other words, it's not as the world sees things. We have a different perspective. We have a different perspective. Amen. If you go on to uh, uh, verse 10, it says, but the rich should take pride in their humiliation since they will pass away like a wild uh, flower. What what are they saying? Well, you know what? You can't take it with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can. And you know, you money comes and money goes. Mm -hmm. uh, but the faith is your faith is what sustains you, and the faith is what you know. If we go back to the to the second verse, you know, the faith your faith is what will get you through adversity. Mm -hmm. Your money's not going to get you through adversity. Mm -hmm. Your your lack of what you don't have, it's what you do have. Just so the, the rich, he's saying here, the rich and the poor, you know, you're in the same place because it says take pride in their humiliation. In other words, that, you know, you may have all this, but it can be taken away from you in exactly. a minute. You didn't get, you know, you, you might say, well, I earned this, you know, by the sweat of my brow, but every good thing, and we haven't got to that yet, every good thing comes from, from heaven. Amen. And so that's a gift, but it, it, it may not last. And if you put all your, your faith into the money that you have, the riches you have, you'll be sorely disappointed. Amen. Amen. And, you know, if you look at Hebrews 13 and 5, it says, uh, keep your life free from the love of money and be content with what you have. Uh, I will never leave you or forsake you. Mm. Amen. 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 That's so is it is part of the I like what you said, uh, Pastor James, about the rich and the poor being in the same boat. Mm -hmm. I mean, everybody's gonna have these challenges. James said, everybody, yeah. whether you rich or you poor, I mean the degree of challenges, you know, that's subjective. But Everybody is going to have to overcome some things that can possibly overcome them. Mm -hmm. Those are life challenges. And whether you're rich or poor, you are going to face life challenges. And, and listen, when you go to the judgment seat, when you go see Christ, he, he not go, he's not concerned with how much money you had or you didn't have. He's concerned with, you know, did you keep the faith? Amen. You know, how did you treat folks? So he's concerned with a whole different set of values. 
Amen. Amen. And like you said, you said God uh, examines the heart and mm-hmm. not your pocketbook. Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 So that's not, he's not going to be a respecter of a person. If you Amen. look at uh, 11, it says, for the sun rises with uh, scorching heat and withers the plant. Mm-hmm. Its blossoms fall and its beauty is destroyed. In the same way, the rich will fade away even while they go about their business. Amen. 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 And also, God ain't really picking on anybody, but he is saying your attitude for what you have uh, should be humble. Mm-hmm. You should be content. You know, everybody, all of us want more. But that shouldn't be the title, mm-hmm. the, the the our entire focus on our life yeah. of gaining more. Uh, it should be about giving. You know, God's not yeah. a respecter person, whether mm-hmm. you, you're rich or poor. The sun shines and sun, uh, and, and sunrise and the sunset on everybody. You know, so we're all going to die at some point in life, rich or poor, and mm-hmm. we're going to be judged the same way. Amen. Did you carry your share of of Jesus's cross? Right, Amen. right. Yeah, when I, you know, there's a couple of, uh, you know, I want to speak to folks who don't have much. You know, in Philippians 4 and 9, 19, sometimes we, we kind of get uh, caught up in what we have and what we don't have. But Philippians 4 and 19 says, And my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Which is to say that if you have faith and if you're following Christ, you know, the needs, you know, some of the material needs that you think you need or that you require, those things, God is, is he's the creator of everything. And so he will supply every need of yours for those who don't have. But then for those who are, are caught up in money, Matthew 6 and 24 says, no one can serve two masters. Remember earlier, and I think in verse eight, it talked about being double-minded. 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 double-minded and yeah. Matthew 6 and 24 says, for those who are, you know, who like to throw, throw, uh, uh, throw their money, throw their status around, no one can serve two masters for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God in money. And so you may have money, but you're going to wind up terribly confused <laughs> yes terribly confusing that's 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 awful that is very aw- uh awful you know and i i will uh uh tailgate a little bit off what you just said i like that uh, uh philippians uh 4 11 through 13 it says not that i am speaking of being in need for i have learned in whatever situation yeah. i am in to be content I know how to be brought low and I know how to abound Mm -hmm. in every circumstances. I have learned the secret of facing plenty and hunger, abundance and need. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Mm -hmm. So Paul is addressing that. You know, he said, I've had good times. I've had bad Mm -hmm. times. I've had, you know. I've had times when I'm balling, you know, mm-hmm. and I've had times when I'm down really low. But he said he has learned to have that contentment. That goes right back to James talking about your attitude mm-hmm. toward facing challenges. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It should always be the same way uh, 
in terms of, hey, I'm going to face this challenge. I got confidence that God is going to get me through. And, mm -hmm. and when I get through it, I'm going to be better off. And because of that, it should spark or engender some humility. Amen. Because you can't go through it alone. Wow. Yeah. And to have that understanding is that, you know, what sustains me is my faith, my relationship with Jesus Christ. With Jesus Christ. It, you know, I, I got enough there. <laughs> it all fits together, doesn't it, uh, Pastor mm -hmm. Jane? Yes. Amen. Uh, and so I, I'll add this on uh, ch chapter, um, excuse me, uh, verse 12 says, Blessed is the one who preserves under trial because having stood the test, that person will, see, will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. Amen. What are we talking about with this verse? Uh, we're talking about, you know, really that, that God is able. Amen. Can I say that? Yes, God <laughs> is able. Yes. Mm -hmm. Amen. So, you know, when we talk about the, the temptations, you know, uh, I would I would say that um, really that, you know, God does not, you know, cause us to be tempted. Amen. If God does. That, that's not what he does. Mm -hmm. He allows things to happen. We were mm -hmm. just talking about the other day. God allows temptation to happen, but well, not. He allows tests, mm -hmm. not temptation. Yeah, God is not right. someone who. Who causes you to enter into temptation? Mm -hmm. That's something that sin causes. Uh -huh. That's something that comes from from an inner and outer uh, forces. Amen. You know, and 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 in reference to the crown of life, I look at the crown of life two ways. You're going to receive a a crown right here on earth, and a a crown in heaven. The crown, I think the crown of life on earth oh, okay. is the abundant life we're talking about. Okay. We're talking about God's blueprint for an abundant life yeah. on yeah. earth here. And you know, I was speaking to that, to the other part, to the to the first 13. But really, when you talk about that, you know, when we talk about a crown of life, you know, and when people think about that, uh, uh, Brother Ray, they think really about that crown of life is, you know, I get that in heaven. But what Paul is really saying, and what this, what the uh, James is really saying here, is that it's a day by day thing. Yeah, that's it's right. a day by day thing mm -hmm. that you're working this thing day by day. You're mm -hmm. working that job. You're working. You know, if you if you if you look at your faith as as a job, as you look at your faith, you got to carry that cross. You're looking at that as a day by day thing, and you take pleasure and you take satisfaction. That day by day, I'm pleasing God. Day by day, I'm doing what He called me to do. Day by day, I'm going through this this adversity. Day by day, and I know what's laid up for me. But I know now, I have confidence. I have faith. I'm gonna get that. But right now, I'm pleasing God, Amen. and that's enough for me. Amen. And that crown of life is going to be going to help you. Uh, experience an abundant life mm. when you pass those yeah. tests. Yeah. Amen. 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 And we'll go on to 13. You skipped over to 13. I sure and, did. And, <laughs> but that's fine. You know, uh, when we are tempted, no one should say that God is doing the tempting. For God yeah. cannot uh, be tempted by evil, mm. nor does he tempt anyone. But each person is tempted when they are dragged away 
by their own evil desire and entice. Mm -hmm. Then after desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin and sin when it's full grown gives birth to death. Amen. 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 Even with that, you know, uh, God is not a tempter. He, he tests. He doesn't tempt. He tests. But even with that, I like what it says in Hebrews 2 and 18. It says, uh, for because he himself has suffered when tempted, he is able to help those who are being tempted. I like that. And I said that before. I said he's able. Amen. He's able. You know, and that's that's part of the Christian walk, really. Mm -hmm. We're supposed to help enable each other. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Christianity is just didn't for yourself. You know, it does help you get yourself together. Yes. But it's one time or another, you need to be strong enough where you can help somebody through yeah. something that you already mm-hmm. successfully got through. Amen. 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 That's what the body of Christ is all about. Amen. And we all are members of one another. Mm-hmm. Amen. You know, so, so don't, don't, in other words, uh, when we're talking about, uh, Verse 12 through 15, don't blame God for your shortcomings, for your failure uh, to be a good person or a worthy person of integrity. That's not God's fault when we fall short. We fall short when we focus on our own uh, immediate self-desires that drive us and enticing us, you know, uh, and urge us to do bad things, you know, so that we can uh, get whatever we're desiring to get. Mm-hmm. And when I hear this, I, I think, you know, we have to do do a ruthless self-assessment of ourselves, I, oh, you know, to, to you look that? a ruthless self-assessment mm-hmm. of ourselves, you know, to, to look at the roots of that sin, you know, because sometimes we the sin that we're engaged in, we rationalize it and we make it we normalize it instead of looking at that sin, when you begin to do it, and you know what you're doing, mm-hmm. when you say, well, you know, it's okay for me to look at these particular pictures, pictures uh-huh. because it doesn't harm it anyone, harm anyone, but you know something is wrong. Something is wrong. And that's what that's when the, the, the sin is, is speaking to you, and then, and then it takes root, and then it grows, and all of a sudden, you acting it, out. It's it's out of control. <laughs> yeah, it's out of control. So you have to do a ruthless self. You have to look at yourself and and just uh, say to yourself, "There's some things I need to work out." You know, those are the things that made me vulnerable to Satan. That he could tempt me with these things. And you have to work on those things. You have to recognize. You know. You know. You have to. It, it, before you can fight any battle, you got to recognize what it is that you're fighting against you're fighting. and why you're fighting. Amen. And I like that relentless. Amen. You know, our uh, you know uh, our time is running out, and uh, so uh, oh, it's just getting good. I know, I know it. So, uh, <laughs> Pastor James, go on and put a ditto on this. Uh, summarize what's happening and uh, what we've uh, discussed, and then we're going to review the mechanics of how to internalize what we talked about. Well, um, I don't have a particular story, but when I, I think about this, you know, our, the faith walk is a, is a difficult walk. Yes. And when we are going through the world, we have to understand that we, 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 we are in the world, but we're not of the world. And... James is is giving us some commands, some 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 proverbs for living, 
And he's telling us that, you know, you have more than what you thought you had. Even when you're going through these tests, these things that are trying your soul, this adversity, you have more than what you need. And it's not your, your, yourself, your, your Christian self is not made up of what you don't have or what you have. In other words, it's not made up of your poverty, nor is it made up of, of your material wealth. Mm -hmm. It's made up of your faith, the, the weight of your faith, your belief in Christ that he is able. And so you're, so in other words, you're not double minded. You know that, you know that with beyond a shadow of a doubt. And when you know that you can persevere, you can make it through the end, knowing that there's a reward for you, but you're not working for that reward. You're working to please Jesus Christ. Wow. And so when you're trying to please Jesus Christ, you're 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 radically looking at the sin that's mm -hmm. that's in you. Anything that could that Satan could use to his advantage to trip you up mm -hmm. and to cause you to fail, to not to persevere, not to to go through that test that God has allowed you to go through, then that's we we need to understand that God is looking for us. He wants us to persevere. He, he already given us the victory. We got to go through this thing with the confidence that he's going to give us the wisdom, that he, he wants us to have joy, that he wants us to understand no matter what our circumstances, what our orientation is in terms of, of who we are as a person. And I hope that didn't come out the wrong way. Mm -hmm. But he's saying, no matter what you have or you don't have, you still have faith. You still have me. And I've been tempted. I've been tested. And if I've been tempted and I've been tested, you can come to me because I've already been there. Amen. Amen. To God be the glory. Man, you're just too deep sometimes, Pastor James. <laughs> anyway, uh, I, I know many of our... Um, audience wants to know well how, how can i incorporate this into my life well we we at the end of our program we always go over the spirit spiritual foundation principles that help you to develop mm -hmm. a godly character if you first of all we emphasize prayer mm -hmm. you know uh, philippians 4 and 6 says do not be anxious about anything but in everything pray and, and at supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made to God. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Secondly, we uh, want to reinforce your commitment to Christ. Mm -hmm. You know, it's all about Christ. You could, we can say all of these other things, but it's all about co your commitment to Christ. Mm -hmm. uh, Colossians uh, 3 and uh, 16 says, let the word of Christ dwelling you richly, yes. teaching you mm -hmm. and admonishing you in all wisdom, mm -hmm. singing psalms and hymns and mm -hmm. spiritual songs with thankfulness in our hearts. So God, a, a, Jesus Christ is going to be your mentor mm -hmm. when you commit to him. Mm -hmm. And so you have to take hold of him. And that's going, he's going to help you internalize these bi biblical principles. Mm -hmm. Uh, studying the Word of God, which we've done uh, through this program uh, today, is we we in simple words, it was a Bible study mm -hmm. of uh, uh, chapter one of, of James. Amen. Mm -hmm. uh, Hebrews four and twelve says, "For the Word of God is living and is active and is sharper than a, a two-edged sword, mm -hmm. uh, piercing to the division of." 
of soul and of spirit, of joints and of marrow, marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. So the God's word is just, ooh, it's, it's no other uh, teacher as powerful that can touch the soul of man. Amen. Amen. And finally, you know, uh, start taking some action steps. And those action steps are emulating God's character. First uh, Timothy 4 and 8 says, For while bodily training is of some value, godliness is of a value in every way. Mm-hmm. And it holds promise for the present life and the life to come. Amen. 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 So you can't lose imitating God. Amen. Amen. Uh, Pastor James, can you uh, lead us in prayer? Yes, I will. Every head bowed, every eye closed, every heart lifted to heaven. Wonderful and gracious God, we thank you that you are such a good and wonderful God, that you allow rain to fall on the just and the unjust, on the poor and the rich, Lord. But we thank you that we have our abundance in our faith in you. We thank you that we can come to the altar even now for help in times of testing and that you have already put in all of us through the gift of the Holy Spirit the ability to persevere and to come forth in victory. We thank you that you are a good God. We thank you that you are a God who watches over us. We thank you that you are the giver of good things. We thank you for just being God and God all by yourself. Now, Lord, as we leave this place, but never your presence, we ask that you would go with us, strengthen us, encourage us, give us the confidence. Let us never waver, for we know that you are with us wherever we go. In Jesus' name we In pray. Jesus' name, amen. amen. This concludes this edition of God is 365. We'd like to invite each and every listener to join this worldwide spiritual revolution. Commit yourself to being a God is 365er. Always remember, first and foremost, from sunrise to sunset, that God is 365. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord, saints. If you've enjoyed our message for today, your donation to help us continue this podcast will greatly be appreciated. Simply go to our website, www.godis365.org, and simply push the donation button. And we'd like to thank you, thank you in advance of all your gifts. In the name of Jesus, amen. Next time, God bless. Peace.